My name's Sonia Berman and welcome to A Medium's Journey. I'm a spiritual medium who sees, hears and feels messages from spirit. I've been communicating with spirit since my fourth birthday and love passing on messages to help my clients make that connection with their loved ones and provide proof that even though they aren't with us physically anymore, they are always close by. Walking the spiritual path is lonely. I wanted to create a space where we could share our experiences, both good and bad, learn from each other, and most importantly, support each other. I'm not perfect. I'm constantly stumbling and falling, and I'm not afraid to talk about it. This is no Sunday stroll through the gardens. It's climbing Mount Everest with an oxygen tank strapped to your back. So let's laugh together and learn from each other as we walk the spiritual path together. I challenge anyone who says that the spiritual path is like ascending a white staircase surrounded by clouds and ethereal light. Spiritual development is more like a series of cliff dives. Each time you get comfortable, another cliff presents itself as if from nowhere. Another opportunity to grow, but to do so, you have to reaffirm your trust in spirit by leaping into the abyss, confident that spirit will catch you each time. I used to think I was jumping alone. I was standing on the edge of that rocky cliff, watching the waves break below me all by myself, feeling the wind on my back, urging me to fall forward and release my grip on terra firma. Recently, I realised that I, as I put my arms out to fall forward, my hands were being held. The hands of the being holding mine were also bound to another and so on. I wasn't standing on top of that cliff alone. My spirit team were linked up and standing by my side. When I leaped, we leaped together. So each time you stand atop that spiritual cliff, feeling the wind behind you, urging you to fall forward, instead of looking down at the crashing waves below, look sideways at who is standing next to you, ready to join you as you leap into the next stage of your spiritual journey. Today we're going to talk all things spirit guides, who they are, why do we have them, and how do we contact them. Spirit guides are our ethereal helpers, providing little nudges to encourage us to stay on track and not to take a detour. There's no right number of guides. Everybody is different. Your guides could also change throughout your life as you reach certain milestones or take a specific direction. So for me in particular, I've had some new guides step in. I've had other friends that have had an entire guide change. So they've gone there one day and all of their guides have stood up and left and a brand new team has walked in. So we'll talk about that experience as well. So you can have as many guides from one guide to, you know, tens. The most I've ever heard of is about, I don't know, 15, 16, but, you know, the sky's the limit really. Um, at the moment I have four long-term guides and seven teaching guides. The seven teaching guides I have have stepped in in the last couple of months and will be with me until I've received and learnt from them. Everyone has one main guide, though, 
that is generally in it for the long haul and will stay with you throughout your life. So my main guide is the first one that I connected with. I've nicknamed him Voltaire. Um, He brings a lot of knowledge with him and he is also very strict and no-nonsense. So I like that a lot. And obviously I've nicknamed him Voltaire and I said to him the other day, you know, are you French? Because he really comes across a little bit with a bit of a French attitude sometimes. And um, his response was, in which life? So touche Voltaire, touche. When I started out, um, I was watching a lot of interviews and, you know, when I went to workshops and people were always talking about their guides that were helping them and they were seeing them and communicating with them and I didn't feel like I was connected at all with my guides and I sort of started having a lot of um, negative self-talk. I was saying to myself, what am I doing if I can't connect to my guides? How am I going to connect to other people's loved ones? Um, Everyone else is finding this so easy. Why aren't I? What's wrong with me? So first thing I decided to do was, you know, get on top of this and stamp this out. So I went on YouTube, YouTube and I searched, you know, meet your spirit guides meditation. And the headlines that were coming up was meet your guides in three easy steps or five minute meditation to meet your guides. There are literally hundreds of them. So the first thing I thought is how do I start even going through this? Do I start at the top and work my way down? Do I go by the ones that have had the most views? Do I have a look at the views compared to likes and start getting my calculator out and running percentages to see which was the most liked ones and start there? So instead, I, out of just pure who knows how this happened, um, I decided to just start at the top and I made a list of all the ones I'd done. And I set aside two hours a night and said, right, that's my time to do my spiritual work and I'll just start working down the list. So it got to the seventh day of doing this and these meditations can be between five minutes and an hour and a half. So by that stage I'd done 15 of them or so and I went, I'm still not meeting my guides, what's wrong with me? So I was on the train, it was a Monday morning, and I was heading into work in the city. I live in Melbourne, so lucky for us, it's quite good to be able to get the train and I can be at work in about 40 minutes. So that gives me 40 minutes to listen to audiobooks, which I love. Um, so I've jumped on the train, I've got off, and I'm walking down Elizabeth Street and I'm listening to um, one of John Edwards' psychic books. And um, sort of I pressed stop and I pulled my headphones down and I said, right, I've had enough. If you're really there, guides, give me a sign. I want to see a white feather in front of me. Why I chose a white feather, who knows? I know now, but back then I was like, a white feather, okay. So I was walking along a little bit and a 10-centimetre white feather was put in my path. And I went, fair enough. Instead of thanking my guides and going, okay, you're there, I said, well, that could be a coincidence. There's a lot of pigeons around here. And being in the city, obviously not a lot of bird life, not a lot of trees, but pigeons are plenty. 
I said, well, this could be a pigeon feather. So, you know, not good enough. Show me another sign. I want to see another feather. So I turned the corner from Elizabeth Street onto Collins Street, take a few more steps, and then right in front of me is the largest white feather I had ever seen. It was legitimately 30 centimetres long and right in my path, and I walked straight over the top of it. And I said to myself, well, that's not a... If that's not a middle finger, I don't know what is. So I said to my guides, thank you so much. Thanks for giving me a sign. I get the message, message received. So that was the first time I really actually felt my guides with me. And at that time, as that was happening, I could feel two hands that were being placed just behind my shoulders um, or my scapula. And I'd felt this feeling before and I'd, I'd ignored it. And I just felt like I was hunching my shoulders over for no reason. And it was a number of times I'd felt this previously, but I'd never actually linked it together. And it's actually a sign that my main guide Voltaire gives me when I'm not listening to him. He'll place his hands on the back of my shoulders and just give me a gentle push to sort of say, listen to me. He's been doing a bit of that lately. So I went fabulous. I'm now, I know that my guides are there. This is great. I know I have one. Are there any more? How do I find out? So I kind of just said, well, I'll let this go for a little bit and, you know, maybe it's just not my time. And I sat on it for a couple of weeks and then I went, ah, really just want to know what this guy looks like. So luckily I had a mentoring session with my mentor, um, Ioana Sapanos, and we were sitting down and um, I said to her, I really want to know what my guide looks like. She said, fabulous, we're going to draw him. I thought to myself, oh, God, drawing? I can't draw. So my year six teacher, Mrs. Gugliotto, um, had my mother in for parent teacher and said to her, some children when it comes to art have it and some children just don't. And your daughter, Sonia, really doesn't have it. Stick figures are a problem for me. So I went, draw? I don't think this is going to happen well. So there's an A4 white piece of paper in front of me and I had a black pen in my hand. And we got into the power, sat there quietly for a few moments. And then I asked Voltaire to step forward. I didn't know his name at that stage. I said, main guide, can you please step forward and help me draw you? And so still sceptical, I kind of put my pen down on the piece of paper and all of a sudden the outline of a chin starts happening and then I'm, I'm going up and I've got some ears and then I'm drawing some eyes and I'm thinking to myself, am I just making this up? And then some wrinkles come out and I've put some glasses on him and all of a sudden I'm drawing a beard and then some long hair. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's happening here, but it's working. And I drew him and I sort of, I held it up to Ioana. I'm like, does he look anything like that? He said, absolutely. So that's called automatic drawing and there's also automatic writing. Um, so that was the first time I'd experienced that. And um, so Ioana very kindly wrote down his name, which is Voltaire. And I'm like, I'm not going to remember that. Let's just make it Voltaire. It's easier for me to remember. And um, he's kindly just sucked it up and gone with that. So that was great. And I still carry that picture around in the front of my journal. Then I went, great. So I was quite happy with just having a picture of one of my guides and knowing that they were there. And things went on a little bit and I went, oh, I'd love to see what some of my other guides look like because I could feel that there was four, but 
I didn't know anything more than that. So I went to um, Mind Body Spirit Festival and a lovely woman named Lynn was there and she's an amazing spirit artist. So I got her to draw one of my other guides who I've nicknamed Manny. Um, he's an Amazonian warrior who is about, I'd put him at 25 to 30. And um, if anyone's seen the TV show Captain Planet, I've nicknamed him after Manny in that. So sorry, Manny, if you don't like your name, but I think he's, he's fine with it. Anyway, she's given me this beautiful, colourful drawing of Manny. And um, I've actually took a photo of it on my phone and he provides a lot of strength and a lot of protection for me. So whenever I'm feeling like I need a little confidence boost, I'll put him as the wallpaper on my phone. So every time I pick it up or someone calls, I see his face and I'm reminded that I've got strength and support behind me. So I had this picture of Manny, so I kind of cheated a little bit there. So I've got Manny and I've got Voltaire and I think this is great. And I was like, oh, I just really love to see my other guides too. Because, yes, I'm someone that even though, you know, as a medium I should understand and process the fact that just because I can't see something, it doesn't mean it's not there. But, you know, that's me. So, um it wasn't until I did my Reiki one attunement for the third eye that I actually met my other guides. So I have a spirit animal, uh, which is a panther, which most people have. Um, they'll have one animal guide generally. Um, and I also have a lovely Japanese lady by the name of Akiko, and she's a healer. So all of my guides um, have different abilities and different different focus points. So I've got someone that's providing me with direction and wisdom. I've got someone that's providing me with protection, which is Manny. I've got my panther guide that's also giving me a lot of strength and getting me to sort of draw on my inner solar plexus and really bring that up and bring that forward. And then I've got Akiko who is a healer. So I was having Reiki the other day and I was laying there and I actually saw her standing at the at the end of my feet and she was giving me acupuncture on my legs and then she moved up and she was giving me acupuncture through my stomach area as well. So that was fabulous. So it was great to sort of see her again. But, yeah, so the first time I actually physically saw all four of them standing there together was during my um, third eye attunement during Reiki 1. And that was a year into my journey. So if you're sitting in the position where you're like, oh, I haven't seen my guides or I can feel them, but, you know, I haven't visually connected with them, how come everybody else is? All I have to say to you is just have patience and when the time is right, they'll step forward or if you if you need it, they'll step forward. You might not need that um, that visual the way that I did because I'm quite a, evidentially based person you might just be able to feel them and that's enough for you and if that's the case hats off to you I wish I was more like you <laughs> so um, be patient and hang in there so there's some basic information on spirit guides for you I hope that was helpful um, the next thing I want to talk about is something simple that we can do to help ourselves on our spiritual path and this is something that I've really been trying to do over the last couple of weeks, and that's to say no, because saying no to a commitment is saying yes to yourself. 
And as an empath, as I'm sure a lot of you are, it's very difficult to say no to people and your immediate response is, yes, I'll help you with that. Yes, I'll come to that. I was just in Sydney recently helping my sister move and as part of that move she wanted to drop over a letter and a bottle of champagne to the new owners of her house. She basically just wanted to let them know what an amazing time she'd had there and wish them well for their journey. We sort of had about two hours to spare in between our busy day of shuffling boxes and lifting things and navigating school drop-offs and pickups and daycare and all those fun things. And um, so we said, okay, well, we can either go for a walk, if anyone knows the northern beaches of Sydney, from um, Balgala North around to Manly, and that's along the water and it's a gorgeous walk. Or we can go and we can find a card and write the letter and then get a bottle of bubbles and drop it off. And we couldn't do both. It was just not enough time. So my sister said, no, I really want to do this. And I said, okay, let's go. So we stopped at the first news agency and there was not one blank card in the entire place. We walked outside and I said, okay, where's the next news agency? So we worked out we'd have to add another half an hour onto our trip to go on a detour to a news agency and then we'd have to find a different bottle shop to go to 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 get the champagne and all those kind of things. And I stopped her for a second and I said, is this giving benefit to you and how much benefit is this going to give to the new owners of the house? And I said, if you receive that, you would probably sit there and go, oh, isn't that lovely, you know, that they've done this for me. But at the end of the day, is this serving you? It's probably serving, you know, your ego a little bit to say, aren't I lovely, look what I've done, but is it actually serving your highest good? So I said to her, what if we say no to that and say yes to a walk? And that way we can get out in nature and, you know, get our steps up and nourish ourselves a little bit. And uh, she said, okay, let's do it. Let's go for the walk instead. So we drove the five minutes down to Balgala and um, started walking around to Manly and it was just a beautiful morning. We had a gorgeous walk for an hour and a half. Yes, if anyone's done that walk, we were walking pretty slowly. Um, I also made her stop to take photos (laughs) because I felt like a tourist in my old hometown. And um, we got back to the car and we'd done about 8,500 steps and we thought, oh, wasn't that just such a lovely way for us to ground ourselves and to spend a bit of time together, just the two of us. And that was one opportunity that we took to say no to a commitment that meant we said yes to ourselves. And that can be very difficult to do. So I challenge you guys out there to find something this week that you can, a commitment that you can say no to that will open up some space for you to do a bit more spiritual work or for you to spend time with yourself or to spend time outdoors and going for a walk and getting out in the greenery if you're, you know, in a bushy area or getting down to the beach if you're lucky enough to live down near the beach or just even getting out in the fresh air. Um, So I'm continually trying to do something once a week where I say no to a commitment and create more time for my spiritual practice. At the end of every podcast, I'll be recommending a book or a workshop 
another podcast, a YouTube clip or an interview that I found really helpful on my journey or just plain interesting. I'll be talking about the book Infinite Quest today by John Edward. John Edward is an amazing psychic medium. He actually coined the phrase psychic medium. He's one of the pioneers that brought metaphysical work into the mainstream and has continued to be a voice for over 35 years. His book, Infinite Quest, is a warts and all look at psychic and mediumship development. He shares his lessons during his development to help guide and support the reader to make good choices and provide direction. The reason I love this book is because it's a down-to-earth guide filled with cautionary tales and aha moments. Available on Amazon and Kindle, I was lucky to pick it up via Audible Australia. I know, I know, shock, shock, yet another Audible, and have listened to it numerous times. It's one of my must-haves, so if you can, grab a copy, and I'd love to hear your feedback on the book or anything I've talked about today. So simply comment under the podcast link on my Facebook page. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep walking the spiritual path.